Hello and welcome to the Meta Era Nerds Podcast with Rico and Marcus. And here we go. So what's up, Marcus? Did you like my little movie reference there? <laughs> yes. Yes, I did. <laughs> you always catch me by surprise every time you do the intro because mine are, you know, I, I guess I don't want to say professional, right? But obviously there's some uh, context to them where yours are just going to be, you know, <laughs> Whatever hits like, me, right? Yeah, whatever hits at this moment, man. You know, <laughs> and it's funny. Like it just came to me, and uh, off off the top, right? And it's something that we actually do a lot. We actually do a lot of movie quotes here and there. So it made me think, like, man, like, let's see if we start sneaking in like little movie quotes and like try and catch each other. Like, where's it from? Where's it from? Because we always do that to each other, right? Like yeah. our friend group in general. Yeah, and and usually like. Like I don't want to say one-dimensional, but like obviously I have my favorites. I I I'm always quoting a lot of uh, Dumb and Dumber. Uh, mm-hmm. Like Dumb and Dumber is probably my most quoted movie. Jim Carrey sometimes makes me to a liar, liar man, but Dumb and Dumber is probably the one that I'm just always quoting. And I'm and for the most part I'm pretty good. You know I don't I don't I get stumped, but you know not a lot. Even even with my buddies in school. Um, and stuff like that. Uh, shout out to my boy Sarah. They were always doing movie quotes and movie lines. And you know what? The one he got me was that I felt so dumb. I don't know if you ever seen that movie Life. It's with uh, Martin Lawrence and it was Eddie Murphy, I think. And he's and he's, he's just like jangling, jangling. <laughs> I was like, oh okay. So and for whatever reason, man, I was like, I remember that. I remember that it was because my quest seen it right. And I, I saw the guy go jangling, jangling, when they're in jail. He's asking for the cornbread. It's it's just dumb. So, but yeah, man, movie quotes. I'm super for it. Yeah. So, uh, what was this week like for you? Before we get into everything too quickly, uh, I I did I did quite a I finished a quite a few things. Uh, I had mentioned to Rico that uh, a game Fuga Melodies of Steel. There was a demo online. I finally started that demo, which I really enjoyed. This, you know, and it's supposed to be an underrated gem, is what people are calling it, or the people you know, the small group of people who played it, because they did announce a part two. Some actually kind of excited to get into it um uh, started the demo and obviously when you put three hours into a demo you know i think that's <laughs> pretty good sounds pretty like a very good. gracious demo <laughs> oh yeah dude uh they tend to always they, like i think it was like the first three chapters the first four chapters i was on chapter three and that I, I didn't finish chapter three when i was like you know i think i'm gonna buy this game and it was on sale uh the, the problem with that game is that it's always 40 bucks if you're gonna buy the deluxe edition it's like 50 bucks and the game never goes on sale. Well, guess what? It finally went on sale. And even then, it was only like like 30, it was 30% off. So it was like 28 bucks. I got it for 28 bucks. Um, so I did buy that. I was playing uh, Ratchet & Clank on my PlayStation 5. Uh, it's not a long game. I platinum that game. It's, it's, not even, it's not even a hard game to platinum. Um, beat about two or three days. Uh, good, maybe a good 15, 20 hours. About 20 hours or so. A lot of fun. Really enjoyed it. Um, that was my first Ratchet and Clank game. Even I know there's like 13 of them, 14 of them, but I I loved it. So I'll pro- I'm probably gonna be playing that uh, series now every time they come out. I probably won't go back and play the other ones, um, but definitely gonna play them moving forward because I really like I really like the Ratchet and Clank are awesome. And then they, they introduced Rivet, and um, and uh, she was just awesome. It was a great characters, Doctor Nefarious. Like I was just mind blown by that by the story, you know. Um obviously Ratchet and Clank is always synonymous with uh Jack and Daxter and that's the one I've actually played. Uh, I played all their games, even the okay. was it PSP one Vita game. Uh but other that, that's that's it for as far as gaming. I, I did pass those. Now it's either between 
God of War, which I'm trying to find it. It's only eight bucks, you know, like there's no reason for me not to, you know, uh, play it. That, if not that one, Ghost of Tsushima on my PlayStation, because I'm still playing Fire Emblem. I'm playing Fuga on my Switch. Uh, not really playing anything on Xbox. Um, that's as far as gaming. As far as anime is concerned, still watching the, 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 the weekly releases, uh, Licorice Recoil. Getting a lot of hype, a lot of hype on that one. Even um, Kojima, um, the creator of Metal Gear, has actually commented today on that. So that was kind of cool that he thought it was the characters were awesome and the introduction was great. Uh, so that's kind of getting a little uh, buzz. Uh, but I did finish Tomodachi game. I I, I binged it, watched it in a day, and I actually enjoyed it. Uh, people, you know, that that genre usually has the survival genre. Uh, high stakes games usually has like a niche, uh, but I like that niche and I I enjoyed it a lot. Uh, story in the manga, survival as in like Hunger Games, Battle Hunger Royale games, type things, Battle Royale, like... Squid oh, okay. Games type thing. Okay, uh, they okay. Join a game. Yeah, that you know, um, that that genre. So and I liked it for what it was. <laughs> so the characters and I've, they you know the characters were a little cringy and I was like, eh. <laughs> But the, I, I like the story, and obviously it, it kept me going. To it was good enough to keep me going. I want to read the manga, and again, people always say, "Oh, manga's better. Manga's better." Well, it, the anime adaptation was actually pretty decent because I did reread the first uh, twenty-six chapters, and I'm on chapter what forty? It's only it's only like ninety chapters, no, one hundred and two chapters. Um, so I'm already halfway there, and I'm actually really, really enjoying it. Um, so if you're into that genre, something you might want to check out. And again, it's it, it, you might like it, might not, but twelve episodes. That's you know. That's nothing, so it's easy to pick up. Uh, that's it for me. Yeah, and I talked quite a bit, but that's what I did as far as gaming and anime. Uh, movies and TV, watch The Gray Man. I get it. I don't know if you want to get into that. Have you seen it? I haven't seen it. Uh, okay, then. I actually it, have it I actually have it on the list here, so maybe uh, we can get into it at that point. Or unless like you want to talk about it now. No, no, we can get it to at that point, just so I can give you my spoiler-free, just quick thoughts um, and stuff like that. Uh, but yeah, we can get to that later. Otherwise, yeah, that that was for my week as far as what we did. Uh, but what about you? What did you do anything? And I know you had your nephew over, so that's always a good time. Yeah, the big boss Evander was here uh, uh, for two weeks, so he actually just left earlier today, which is like very bittersweet because one, like, of course, I'm gonna miss him because we have like the most fun together. But also, it means I get to rest. <laughs> Because he is just balls to the wall energy, like all the time, all day. Like he doesn't get tired. It's like uh, hanging out with myself when I was a kid. Um, but we just have so much fun together. Uh, didn't really get a chance to do too much gaming or watching of too many things unless I woke up early. Uh, I ended up, I did end up finishing that Resident Evil series uh, in these past, like in the in these past like couple days. Uh, I know I talked to you about it already i know you started it uh, i don't know if you've gone any further but uh i enjoyed it for what it was it wasn't it wasn't it's not as bad as people make it out to be but it's also not as good as like that one ign review that said it was like the best thing ever that resident evil's ever done uh i enjoyed it for what it was i, I kind of went in there like with the expectations of like okay what am i gonna get but it, it surprised me uh, See, real, real, I'm, I'm, and I'm always saying like, like Rico's always gonna give the benefit of the doubt to just about anything, and I already know that. And so I was like, you know, Rico's always benefit of the doubt, always gonna see the positive in things, you know. Where I'm just gonna be like, nah, it fucking sucks or whatever, whatever. And um, 
So, but the thing that caught me, and the only reason I saw the first episode was because Rico said, and this is the way he said it, he says, I don't give a fuck what people say. He goes, it was badass. And I was like, wow. I was like, damn. I was like, those are fight words. He was like, you know what? I'm going to watch the first episode. And, 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 you, and you know what, dude? When I was, when I was like writing that, I thought about it like, you get to play this card like maybe at most like three times in a year where like oh, you yeah. see something, you see something and it's like, dude, people are they're crazy like they're either their expectations are like create like and and i don't see how like resident evil fans could have such crazy expectations when like in in like live action we really haven't gotten anything that's like top like, tier wow, like, yeah, dude. you know like yes i enjoy those other resident evil series like with uh with alice and all that like there's there's aspects of it characters little storylines easter eggs eggs and all that kind of stuff yeah that you love but like as a concise story like we've never gotten something like that you would say dude this is it so this is very much like a very different take on resident evil as you can tell watching episode one already uh and if you go in there with an open mind i think it has potential to 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 be Oh, uh, you know it's watchable it's enjoyable and it, it, it gets better as you go along uh so yeah I, I enjoyed that i had fun with that uh and the other thing i did was i got to play like all kinds of games with my nephew he loves to play uh, on the switch he loves to play on the xbox uh i showed him a sale that was going on and he wanted me to buy him all the games i was like dude buddy if i could i would but we're going to game pass for this one <laughs> So he picked out like four or five games on Game Pass that I downloaded and we played together. Uh, a Disney one, another one that was like, he's a, like a fish swimming, or, swimming around. Uh, but the one that actually like was fun is there's this one called Kill It With Fire. <laughs> and I'm actually like, we had fun playing it together. Of course, like he's five. So I can't like be like, dude, like you got to do this. You got to do this. I can't get too crazy. Uh, but I'm actually going to go back and play it on my own. I think what it is, is you're in your, you're like going through these different stages and spiders start to come out, like in whatever, wherever you are. Like the first one is like, you're like in a house and all of a sudden a spider comes out of a cabinet and you got to like smack it with like a, I think you start off with a, what do you call it? Like a, one of those like pads where you take notes, uh, like a clipboard it's a clipboard with a paper you have to smack it with a clipboard and as you get as you kill more spiders you unlock different doors and you get different weapons and you get special versions of spiders and the clipboard gives you like missions and as you do the missions like you unlock different things you end up getting like a flamethrower a gun a vacuum and it's all about killing spiders but like there's checklists and stuff that like it wants you to try to do for example one is like pick up a book and like throw throw it across the room and kill a spider with a with a book yeah so i just got into it like it was super simple but super fun to like challenge myself like to try and get rid of these spiders right uh so it's something you should check out i think you would enjoy it too like the simplicity and uh we were always talking about like the simplicity games, and for some reason, the stories reminded me a lot about 
because uh, uh, my nephew, uh, my, my nephew is older, and I, I see I, I see him every now and then. But he's a gamer, and I think I told Rico oh, this is I told him a while back. I was like, yeah, he's always playing these. Where he plays tabs. Uh, he played this Dance Dance Revolution clicking game with a guy who's rapping. But I don't know with the uh, I used to play a lot of that, but it was a different one. Uh, and then he played one called a Gungeon. We played a uh, Castle Crashers, but the one he was like, oh, cluster truck, cluster truck, and I'm like, what the hell is this, dude? Legit. All you had to do was. You're running on top of these 18-wheelers or whatever, but you got to run across them and reach the finish line. Obviously, they get a hard rate changes. You can mm. go faster, double jump, all these things, but you got to get to the end, you know, amidst all these 18-wheelers that are crashing into each other. Yeah. So, and so dude, the way you're talking about uh, Killer with Fire, dude, cluster truck, man. It's just, and I, dude, and even when he wasn't here, I went back and played and beat that game. I beat it. <laughs> I beat it. I beat it. I, beat it. I, unlocked, I unlocked everything, got all the achievements. I ended up beating cluster truck without my nephew around. So it's funny that you mentioned Killer with Fire. And if you're recommending it, it again, you, like you said, man, simplicity, simplicity, you know, that's funny, man. Your yeah, like fire is my cluster truck. <laughs> yeah, and and at first it was just like, oh, okay, we're gonna be killing spiders. Like, all right, but then for some reason, like when they gave me that checklist, like when he asked for my help, like doing the missions, I was like, oh, I got you, bro. And then, uh, like just doing something about doing those checklists, dude. Like it, it just got me. I'm like, I'm in. And I was thinking to myself, dude, when he's gone, like I'm gonna finish this game and I'm gonna hundred percent this thing. <laughs> So, uh, shout out to our nephews, man. Uh, introducing us to games, you know, taking us back to like these simple games and always, uh, always. Pro- probably games that we never would have touched otherwise, to be honest. Yeah, and I know, uh, like, besides me and you, I know Andrew and his nephew also, and then Cornelio and his niece also, and then, okay. You know, they, they play the games and the Switch, and Cornelio says, oh, I showed my niece Star Wars and all these things, and, you know, um, I know Cornelio has his baby now and stuff like that, so the fact that you get to kind of, like, Re- revisit a lot of these things, a lot of nostalgia things, and kind of, you know, just get it back into the simplicity of some of these things you do growing up, man. It's it's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so we can jump straight into, like, this little general stuff that we saw. Uh, the first thing I wanted to throw out there, I don't know if you got a chance to see it, but it was kind of making the rounds of the internet today, uh, was the Will Smith apology video. So I read the article. I didn't watch the video uh, for whatever reason, but I did read what he had to say. My issue with a lot of this um, public apologies, they've always not rubbed me the wrong way, but it's like, you know, and he the thing that they, also he did mention was um, he didn't want, and he, he specified, he didn't want to talk to me, but I'll be here when you're ready, like, you know, stuff like that. And he, and he kind of like mentions that thing out there and stuff. And again, I have nothing against him, like, if if a Will Smith movie comes out and I think it's gonna be good, I'm gonna watch it and stuff like that. Like I, I don't, I'm indifferent about it, but at the same time, I, I am kind of like, well, you know, he did slap him on national television, and shit. So, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and so I'm kind of like, I was like, I didn't think you should have done it. There was better ways, obviously, to handle it. We talked about it in the past and stuff like that. Um, but that with that video, I was like a little like, mm, there's some of that shit you might want to keep to yourself. Again, if if you're being sincere about it, anyways. You know, because at the end of the day, obviously, that's sincerity that, uh, you know, you 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 really turned over you know, a new leaf type thing. Um, so, yeah, you know, what do you think of it? Uh, I did get to watch a little bit of it, like most of it. And uh, I thought the format was kind of interesting where it was like fan questions that fans like asking him questions and him answering them. Oh, that's uh, he, he did mention... Um, that he tried to reach out to Chris directly, but they let him know that he wasn't ready to talk to him. 
he apologized again, like to Chris on in his video, apologized to his fans, to his family for like kind of doing this and like kind of indirectly having all this blowback. Like I know initially, like, especially like the big Will fans were like, oh, it has to be Jada. Like it's Jada. Jada made him do it or whatever. He addressed that too. It was like, no, like I was just in the moment and I just, I, I lost my cool. And, and uh, I say that like, yeah, yeah. The, I mean, that's standard. They also asked yeah. him why he didn't apologize like during his speech and how he could go up there and have like this speech about love and bringing people together and all this stuff. Like when he accepted the award for the, uh, the King Richard yeah. uh, later that night. And he said like, dude, I was like, he said that he was just so far gone, like in his head, he couldn't like do it. Uh, I'm, I'm one of these, those people that like, it, it, it really upset me when that happened. Um, but like, you know, it was a mistake, a, a bad one. Uh, yeah. but, um, you know, ultimately, the one that has to forgive him is Chris Rock. And when, when you know, he's ready for that, like, you know, he at least he knows that he's there. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, I thought it was all right. You know, it's a good way. It doesn't do anything for him and Chris, but it does something for him and I guess his fan base. Because I know, I, I don't know the extent of like everything, but I know like certain of his movies and projects had gone pushed. Uh, I think I remember seeing at least one on Netflix that yeah, was that he Netflix. was supposed to be working on had gone pushed, was that like shoot? something like that. I, I don't remember, but uh, just that it had gone pushed until like kind of like indefinitely until something, yeah, something kind of resolved here or whatever. Uh, so I mean, good on him. I think for issuing this apology to his fans, other people, and Chris. Uh, obviously, there's still more of, a, more of a little thing to happen there between the two men. But, uh, I mean, it's, it's something. Yeah, it's a start. It's a, at least, you know, a direction. Yeah, and yeah, there's something weird about, like, doing it publicly. But, I mean, it, it didn't feel insincere. At least the video I saw. Okay, well, I mean, so, again, uh, I, I, I just read it. So, obviously, I, I don't see the emotion and stuff like that. Uh, just the dialogue and stuff. So, but hey, if the video looked like that, man, at least, you know, again, some direction of foundation where they can at least start forgiving each other if they want to, or if he, Chris Rock wants to, because <laughs> again, yeah. he got snapped on, you know, national, took like a champ too, man. Yeah. A couple, a couple people saw it. So <laughs> it, it was a little, a little crazy. <laughs> uh-huh. All right. So moving on, Charles Barkley, uh, went ahead and stopped his negotiations with the live I think it's called the Live Network or something like that for yeah. like golfing, going and commentating golf, uh, and has announced that he's going to be staying with TNT. That's awesome. uh, something that a lot of us in our group enjoy. Uh, so I felt like we had to. I had to throw that in there just because uh, we kind of have been dreading. Like we we've been taught. We we brought it up before in, in our conversations amongst the guys. Like. Oh, Charles is going to leave. Like, who are they going to replace him with? Like, he's kind of, we have, we had some ideas. Like we threw out like Draymond and stuff like that for one that like was a wish list person, but obviously like the dynamic is going to change once he was gone. So now being that he kind of is going to have an extended, either like more permanent thing, or maybe just an extension of some sort, like um, that's exciting because we always love their shows on inside. It's inside the NBA, right? That's what it's called. Yeah. 
inside the NBA. And the post-game shows and stuff like that. So uh, that was nice. Uh, one other thing, I, I didn't note it down, but now that I'm thinking about the, what I've been doing, like, again, I'm reflecting on what I did this past week. There is a, a, a little event thing going on right now on Twitch. I'm a Twitch head. I watch a lot of Twitch streams and stuff like that. There's one going on right now that's called Camp Canute. Now, what it is, is there's a group of streamers actually in Texas uh, based out of Austin. Uh, their names are like Miskit. The biggest one is named Miskif. He's, he's like more of like a just chatting streamer. He plays a lot of uh, games like here and there or whatever. Uh, then there's uh, some other ones named uh, Tectone, Seer, E-Rob, uh, Nick, Nick Pollum. And what they did is there is a big streamer from, uh, it's, he's Danish. I think he's Danish. Uh, and he's a bodybuilder. And he came over to put them through like a 30-day fitness camp. He, they're dieting. They're going to the gym every day. Not every day. Like they have a work, they have like workouts like just about every day, but they have rest days and stuff like that. He's he's putting them through ba like training, like hardcore training, and it's just been so fun to watch like gamers get introduced to like the world of like working out and dieting and doing that because typically these guys are are successful on the platform, so they have that lifestyle of like you know you just order food, DoorDash, uh, Uber Eats, all that stuff. So it's been pretty cool to watch, and it's very it's actually really inspiring. It's making me like want to go back to the gym and work out and try to eat better and stuff like that. So, uh, I mean, if anybody gets, if anybody, uh, wants to check that out, just look up uh, Camp Canute on uh, Twitter or YouTube or something and check out if it's for you and you'll be able to find a way to those channels on Twitch. Um, so with that said, we can hop right into anime. Uh, I only have a few things and then I'll kind of turn it over to you. Uh, I do have some questions to ask you on one of my topics and then I'll turn it over to you. But uh, Black Clover manga officially returns on Monday, August 1st. Yeah, I think and, that's uh, Monday. Yeah, and, and obviously, you know, you see a lot of the pre-scans and a lot of the scans that are already out in Japanese and stuff like that. And I've seen, I've, I, I read the manga, I'm kind of the manga, so I've seen some of them and I'm really like, wow. Look, it's, looking good? I, I've, uh, I've avoided them because I'm, I'm, I'm behind on the manga or I haven't read the manga at all. It, it, it's a good it's a good kind of trip going starting off here because this is the final uh the final arc uh so it starts off or at least the panel whether it's a legit panel which i'm sure it is uh because all the people who do read it had kind of had said the same thing um it's it's it starts off it starts off in a good funny you know way so so what you're good. saying is looking good it, oh yeah oh yeah dude for sure all right, I, I still haven't seen any news about anime coming back or not coming back, but I figure like if it's going to be the final arc, like it's probably just a matter of time until they start to animate uh, again. Yeah, just because uh, where the anime left off, it, it's you're already there, dude. Like once once the arc um, once the arc totally finishes up with the anime. Uh, with the Spade Kingdom and stuff like that, because we were already introduced to what kind of happened with them and stuff like that, we're gonna get one more thing and then final arc. So it's already there, dude. Like for the most part, the anime at least. 
All right. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm, I have my fingers crossed that uh, it's good and that the enemy comes soon. So, yeah. Here's to that. Uh, some sad news in the anime world. Uh, the artist of solo leveling. I'm probably gonna butcher this name, but I'm gonna try. Xiang Rak Jiang has passed away. Uh, I know this caught my eye right away because I mean, this isn't. Didn't we have somebody else last month or last week? In the past in the past month, we had somebody else also big in the anime world pass away. And solo leveling caught my eye because Mark. That's one that Marcus has told me about like over and over and over again. Uh. So that was some sad news coming in. I didn't read anything else about uh, what it was or what happened with him. Just, uh, you know, uh, condolences and everything to his family. Uh, anything to add there, Marcus? Or? Yeah, and, and that's because uh, I mentioned to Rico, one of the highest points for solo leveling in general was the illustrations. The, the illustrations, the way it was um, drawn, you know, the art, like, that to that to me was a tie point, and I and I mentioned again that solo leveling kind of put Manwas in general on the map, uh, just because it it did become, you know, if the tep sell, if the you know if not the tep sell, selling the top selling um, Manwa as far as you know uh, online, and then when it finally released here in the U.S., and people just bought it, you know, and then that's because I said the story, you know, it's a, it's a story and it's there, you know, for the most part, but the highest point was the illustrations and you know how they're going to turn these illustrations and you know to life because that was that that's what that's what's up that's what it's about and that's one of the high things about so leveling that you're going to be seeing so when he passed away i was like dang that's crazy you know um because the fact that i was just talking about how stellar the art was and stuff like that you know so but yeah condolences and you know that's because we just lost the creator for Yu-Gi-Oh with a few weeks ago yeah, if it wasn't last week, it was the week before. It feels like we just talked about that, dude. Yeah, that's who it was. Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, that's about it. Again, it's it's coming. Anime's coming, so I'm sure they're gonna do. They they usually put like a little something there at the at the beginning or the end or something. So you'll see a little a little tribute at least, I think. Um, but again, uh, condolences um, to you know him and his family. So, uh. I wanted to touch also on uh, Yo Yoshiro Tagashi confirms that Hunter x Hunter chapter 391 has been completed. So we have another chapter at least. So, uh, I mean, boom, Marcus, in your face. We got a new chapter. Just because. <laughs> and, and the only reason is because, you know, every time, every time he goes on hiatus. And I said, because it's happened a lot. Um, and I mentioned it before in a podcast, right, where it's like, oh, he's coming back, and I'm reading, and then it goes another hiatus for a couple of years. <laughs> oh, coming back. Oh, here's 10 more chapters, another hiatus. So I'm I'm going to see what comes out, and because I'm from the hour the enemy finishes, this is only roughly about 40 or 50 chapters ahead, which is not a lot. So, oh, you know, chapter 91 has been completed. You know, the world's rejoicing. And I'm over here like, I've been burned one too many times. I'm just going to wait. You know, I'm going to wait, you know, hopefully he feels better. Hopefully it's, it's a, you know, longevity. And, if he's, and it's okay for him to take breaks here and there, obviously because of his health and stuff like that. But I'm going to wait. I'm just going to wait a little bit, you know, see, see where it goes and um, see how far it gets, you know, because he did the last uh, hiatus he had, it was mid arc and stuff like that. And, you know, it's kind of rough having to go back, reread, read again, go back and reread again. Um, so going to wait, you know, see if he, hopefully he completes an arc, finish it a little bit more. 
Um, <laughs> probably, probably take another break. I'm sure he's going to again. You know, his health is very important. We want to yeah. make sure these guys still healthy um, at the end of the day. Uh, so yeah. So, but hey, chapter chapter three ninety one, man, awesome. Yeah, and it it was an interesting little journey here because he was uh they were sharing like some of the, like the the I guess it was the pages like some of the edges of the pages like oh I have I have another page done I have another page done I have another page done like it was a uh, very it built a lot of hype like with all the fans of the anime community and the Hunter X Hunter fans and those real like loyal people or you know even some of the Maybe, you know, people like yourself that are kind of a little more skeptical, uh, just uh, you get an excitement because Hunter x Hunter is just so great. It's just. It's just like sad yeah. that, that, that we're at this point, but yeah. uh, like you say, hopefully he's OK uh, and can continue giving us and entertaining us like with this uh, platform. With this or, yeah, and, and yeah, hopefully and hopefully just because, again, uh, I started reading it way back and. I saw the first series, loved it, and I started reading the the manga. And it was in 2010 where he went on that first long hiatus. And when he came back, the 2012, 13, I was like, "Oh, badass is coming!" And then it kind of stopped. And 2015 stopped. 2017, I think it was stopped. And it, it's been rough, man. And ultimately, it's like, dang, you know. And I, I was, there was this joke: it's never gonna finish, man. Cause this guy, he's, he's he's sick. He's always sick. And um, but ultimately, he does have a contingency plan in place just in case it can be finished. I know a lot of these guys, you know. Do, but I know he's had some excruciating back problems, and so, and obviously, you know, your back is, you know, very important. So, um, yeah, I mean, I'm just gonna hopefully wait, hope for the best, uh, see, see what else he comes out with soon. You know what I mean? Yeah, shout out to him. Like, uh, hopefully, he's it, it is on the road to recovery, or if he's kind of just uh, fighting through the pain. Like, man, like what a what a champ, and uh, we all love a lot of us love that uh, show, that manga. So. I mean, we're going to every anything we're able to get, like we're looking forward to it, at least, you know, most of us. Right. Yes. Uh, so the last thing for me was uh, I I saw a tweet earlier today that the title was just holy shit, this Chainsaw Man staff. And when wow. I looked at the when I looked at the list, uh, it names things like the director, screenplay, design, uh, background, color, screen, music. Uh, and it shows like all the people that are going to be involved in the anime. And I, I don't know these people like names and stuff like that, but next to them, it lists like some of the things that they've worked on. Uh, and I, to me, like, this was a very like impressive list. Uh, and I, I wanted to get your thoughts mostly on, on some of these people, see if you were familiar with some of them or where you thought like, this is going to be a strength or this might not be or like i'm skeptical here and and uh, I, I did go down the line i did see it do you have any questions in particular or you just want me to kind of shoot down each one shoot bro all a right shoot. so honestly dude like that person i don't know what tweet he says holy shit this that yeah he's absolutely right and and there's some and i i've actually seen at least one from all of from all of the parentheses um so right from the top he has episode 19 director and you got to put that there just because that's the episode of black flash that's the one. It's a, the Best of Friendo episode where they start uh, mm. they, they do the whole Black Flash right before all that. You know, it ties into episode 20 where they kind of finish off that uh, battle sequence. Yeah. But yeah, that director, that was 19 and 20 was peak to Jutsu Kaisen. That's because of me, it's a, it's, a, it's a good anime. It's a great anime. Um, 
obviously I just feel, you know, there's some things that I'm, I'm a little, you know, but that's besides the point. Episode 19 is stellar. And I remember even texting Cornelio. Hey, dude, honestly, that's one of the best battle sequences I've seen. Um, the way it's just directed and the hype that builds up to it, epic. And then going down the list, screenplay, again, Jujutsu Kaisen, but Mob Psycho 100. Now, honestly, dude, you're going you're gonna to attach, you know, Hiroshi Seko, Mob Psycho, anything. Mob Psycho, you're going to be in for a good time. The character design for Moshoku Tenzai, Jobless Reincarnation. Um, Kazutaka, Sugiyama. The best thing, Jobless is, is actually, I don't know if you've seen it, very good anime, but the colors and the the character designs are very fluid. You know, it's not those pasty, just, you know, bright colored onto a thing that you can tell it's been drawn. This has fluidity and it's going to look good, especially. And if you've seen the trailer, obviously, um, I'm assuming they're already kind of part of that. They look good. And there's that weird, not realism, right? But obviously, they the deep tone colors, um, that fluid between background, you know, them walking. A lot of things kind of go into the designs, you know, just to kind of make them feel, you know, really good. So that's awesome to see. Obviously, the action animation director, Black Clover. Hey, man, <laughs> we love those Black Clover action scenes. And remember, the animation was... 10 10 it was the art right uh, some of the back tr- the, some of the first fights anyways the tree looked a little you know weird but that's art that's not that's not to be confused with the action animation going on in there mm-hmm. um the assistant director again you have jujutsu kaisen uh devil design and the weather space dandy i don't know if you've ever seen space dandy that was mm-hmm. actually by the uh, uh the maker of um carolyn tuesday cowboy bebop uh and of course space dandy but his aliens his obviously this is devil design so if i'm the devils are the basically the monsters in prime and uh uh, chainsaw man and i was gonna say that because that's i see domain uh crybaby um they're gonna be if he's in charge of them wildish outlandish epic it's it's gonna look good it's gonna look colorful too so that's gonna be something to see background art director uh villain saga due to kaisen i know you're watching villain saga Mm -hmm. um just the backgrounds in general obviously gonna look good the color design and the one thing about sword art online at least uh, you know in general and this one is actually specific specifically uh alicization alicization excuse me um was the colors right i think color palettes are very important you don't want it to see too dull you want it to be bright you know kind of mix and matching when certain things are supposed to look you know at what time so that's obviously some, something to look into um mobile suit gundam our blooded orphans your screen design that was also another great one um something to look forward to there the music and i love i love this obviously of silent voice and Devilman crybaby um that tells me and i kind of want to put a focus just on this one because if you've seen a silent voice melancholic sad uh hopeful at times hopeless at times too uh just because you are dealing with that bullying theme you know you have a, a deaf character and you have a, a guy who's trying to kind of redeem himself and be a better person so you do kind of have a mix of those hopelessness you know um just depression but you also have that hopefulness as well so you're going to kind of see some of that things and it makes sense it makes sense and i'm kind of thinking ahead like oh my god yeah because denji does kind of go through quite a bit and quite a journey not just denji but all the other characters power mm-hmm. and even you know that's all i'm going to say so far about that but even some other characters are you going to see their journey and so i can see that hopelessness but also hopefulness come into play and then you got dumb man cry baby um straight up right in those scenes where if you haven't seen that just people die right devils I'm, come out i've Devil? seen a little bit i've seen a little bit and the only thing like i could the only thing i could think of 
like with what you've told me about this anime is like carnage just the word yeah, carnage that's the best way to put it <laughs> so you expect that carnage because it is a trip and i'm thinking what kind of like in dome and crime maybe you know riffs guitar riffs steel guitars uh, uh yes. you know, a little metal kind of thing going on here so you do expect that stuff so you do have you know this awesome mesh between those two and um and the music director, so that's going to be something to look forward to. And then lastly, the animation producer, another, again, Jujutsu Kaisen. So it looks to me like it's going to be a great staff. Um, it's going to be a home run. And I even, I even told you just how unreal Chainsaw Man is going to be just because you're going to have, you have all these things. And if you have all these people in place, you know that they're, you know, really putting balls to the wall here man so that's i'm i'm always i'm hyping it up i'm still having it having it up i've been hyping it up for years um and it's finally going to be upon us soon so something exciting super exciting to see yeah when i saw this list initially i'm like okay uh based on some of these names and some of the stuff i'm familiar with it seems good but i need a little bit of like more of a anime translator to kind of tell me like exactly what i'm expecting here and like the line i should draw as far as expectations and i feel like with now with you kind of explaining to me and breaking this down a little more like now i feel like that line has like jumped up even more dude they're that the expectation for me rico and it's it's unfair to the anime and i i'm always i've always kept my expectations in check for just about anything because you know but for this anime in particular man like it's it's up there. There's not even a line. It's just through the roof. And <laughs> I just hope, I hope it just, you know, knocks people's socks off. I just hope it becomes number one all time. Like I have a lot of aspirations for this particular anime because the manga was so awesome. And Fujimoto just brilliant, man. And he, and I, re I read his other stuff, by the way, he has two earlier ones. Well, two one shots and then an earlier one is a fire punch man or fire one. I forgot what it was, but I'm kind of, I really started that one a couple of chapters in, but this guy just, crazy man he's good and he's our age around our age too that's what's also wow. trippy yeah so he's good and i can't wait i'm gonna be hyping it up all the time every chance i get yeah well i mean talk about excitement there uh but for for me that's it for anime i don't know if you had any stuff up i'm sure you have some other things you wanted to throw in there uh, uh as i would know as far as i'm concerned uh nothing too too crazy again just kind of some of the stuff that uh people are watching uh what's basically what's hot what's not um but even then i know people have preferences and stuff like that uh just one of the ones again i did mention it uh licorice recoil just that one's just getting a lot of hype overlord obviously a lot of people are watching that um uncle from another world that's the one on netflix i'm not really sure about that one i haven't seen it um so i'm still not sure you know what that is exactly about but i've heard some things i've heard the manga is actually supposed to be pretty decent um my stepmom's daughter is my ex. That one's actually getting some mixed reviews. And again, I'm just going down this list of what people are watching um, for the most part during this summertime. Um, my stepmom's daughter is my ex. That one's getting again mixed reviews because people aren't sure what themes it's following. Um, I am probably going to give it a, give it a shot. At least see the first one, kind of judge for myself where it's at. Uh, every time I start something, I usually try try my hardest to finish it. But usually, if it's, um, I'll, I'll try to get a little to halfway. And if it's not my cup of tea, then I kind of obviously drop it or see where I go from there. Uh, summertime rendering, it's still up there. I'm still trying to find a goddamn place to see this one. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, that one I, I will watch. I, you know, like I said earlier, it's it's gonna be one of those um psychological thriller type things, you know, that that niche where it's kind of tripped out, you know, twists and stuff like that. So I'm looking forward to that one. Uh Call of the Night. That one is on High Dive. 
I'm still waiting to get that high dive thing because I am currently watching a couple of things. But Call of Night is actually on my list. It is up there number six. The Devil is a part timer, and honestly, I'm just waiting for this one. Uh, it's up there with Tiger uh, with Tiger and Bunny, where it's I saw them, you know, eight. 10 years ago so now they're finally getting that second season i'm waiting for this one to finish completely and then i'm gonna binge watch the hell out of it yeah, so <laughs> devil is a part-timer is on there i'm glad to see that one getting some love uh classroom of the elite season two uh, obviously that one does have its um it's um what you call it uh fan base uh shadow house second season are uh, starting to pick up steam i know the beginning the initial views it was kind of there but now it's it's actually improving a lot you know uh, so people are enjoying that one. Rent a Girlfriend second season. I've never seen it, but that does have its niche fan base. Is it wrong to pick up Girls in a Dungeon season four? This is supposed to be the best one since season one. Uh, I know it was two and three kind of was a little rocky. Um, one of the other ones that isn't getting a lot of love, uh, Made in Abyss, The Golden City of the Scorching Sun. Again, that's another high dive one. It might be because it's on high dive, but Made in Abyss, the first season was amazing. I do actually recommend that one, not what it seems, uh, but it's 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 interesting. It's a lot of fun. So I think sh- uh, that one needs to be definitely higher up there. Um, and I can go on and on, but for the most part, that's what, at least in the top 10, what people are watching. Um, I know I am hearing a lot of Parallel World Pharmacy. I'm hearing a lot of good buzz about that one. And I'm hearing a lot of buzz about a harem and a fantasy world, Lambeth, but that buzz is weird. People love the first three episodes, but then the fourth episode just came out, and they do have an uncensored version for a reason because apparently the, they they do have sex in the anime, and that's why I'm kind of like, huh. And I've seen I've seen anime like that where it's you know there there are uncensored versions, and I'm I, I do want to see the uncensored version, not for anything uh, you know other than I do want to kind of see where the story happens and kind of how the why it's even relevant to the story in the first place. Um, mm-hmm. So that one. That one episode four just just come out, so that one is kind of getting that buzz, um, and that it's, and a lot of people are com- not comparing it, but a lot of people do make references because another one that kind of came out was uh, redo uh, redo of healer, and I've mentioned that one before. Redo of healer was a was a trip. They released the censored version. That's because the censored version was still you know all they did was cover up the spots of you know that was kind of going down, and I said that one was a trip. I I I never finished. I got to episode eight. I was close to finish, never did. And I said, damn, this was. It was intense. That one was real intense. So um, I do give all kinds of, you know, things to try. Uh, so, yeah, just to kind of wrap it up, um, Lucifer and the Biscuit Hammer, that one just kind of, and I was really excited for that one, but people are having a lot of issues with that one in particular, saying just read the manga, read the manga, because um, whether it's the animation or whether the story is just being rushed, and again, that's one of those I only had three months of work, you know, and stuff like that. So, um, other than that, just that's all I want to kind of go over, just what people are watching, uh, some of the news and buzz that I've been hearing about certain ones. If there's one that you want me to get into or talk about a little bit more, at least, you know, talk about next time again, follow us on Twitter just so I can have an idea. Um, and let me know, especially when it comes to anime stuff, so I can actually check out if you have any recommendations, you know, or stuff that you feel unfair that I should check out. That'd be great, too. Or have us check out. That'd be great. Great. Also, um, that's it for me on, on anime. All right, uh, so we'll hop right into gaming. Uh, a pretty short one. Uh, I don't think we'll get too crazy into too much of this other than one little story that I'm going to share, but that'll be at the end. Uh, a single open world RPG Black Panther game is in early development and will be published by EA. Uh, I think this is pretty cool, being that we're about to get a Black Panther movie, uh, you know, and the whole... Uh, 
you know the emotion and all that that's coming like with the this movie and everything you know we talked about on we touched on it a little bit on the last podcast about like uh uh, yeah chadwick boseman passing and you know the them kind of integrating the whole like moving on like to the next king or whatever like in the movie and stuff like that music is always phenomenal or movie was phenomenal or the music in the first movie was phenomenal so it seems like we're probably going to continue that uh in this movie based on the trailer and then uh, hopefully that rolls over into the game yeah um so that's it for that then we have uh gta 6 is going to include a female playable character a protagonist uh for the first time uh the character is going to be a latina woman who is going to be one of a pair of the leading characters that uh, their story is going to be influenced by Bonnie and Clyde. I thought this was pretty cool. Uh, GTA games are not really my cup of tea, but uh, I mean, good on them for taking this step. And I know it has a huge fan base too. So, Oh yeah. Uh, Grand Theft Auto Online. Again, I'm not a big Grand Theft Auto person as uh, uh, my girlfriend is. She plays Rockstar Games, Grand Theft Auto Red Dead. I like Red Dead Redemption, um, but yeah, I mean, but the fact it's a Latina woman, um, that's that's awesome, dude. That's straight up yeah. cool, and it, and it fits. Like I'm just thinking, like, damn, hell yeah, it fits. Yeah, that it does. I also saw it was supposed to take place in Vice City, or is that a rumor? Oh, that I hadn't seen. So maybe you're right. It might be up because Vice City is supposed to be a play on uh, Miami, if I'm not mistaken. So if it's like the woman, obviously, it kind of makes sense whether she's Cuban or, you know, uh, Colombian or, you know, I don't know if it's Spanish or she's Spain or Mexican, but it makes sense. Uh, that's yeah. what I saw. It, it, it's a rumor. Uh, I'm not sure. I forgot where I saw it, but it is out there again. Just for kind of, I'm sure you can Google it and find something, but that's what I remember seeing it somewhere at least. All right. Well, we'll, we'll keep, uh, I'll, I'll keep a. Uh my ear to the ground on that see if i see anything and it'll be interesting to see too uh if they do choose to go with like a, an actress or somebody who they base that character off of uh for a latina woman uh so then overwatch 2 i don't know if you saw the post that they made today yes, where I- they're gonna roll well, they are gonna roll back some of the changes they made uh particularly with mora and and mercy uh in the not healer, but support category. Uh, the Mora changes were a little too drastic in that it was too powerful, but also the cooldown was too long to where like it uh, made it. Yes, it was. It, they didn't find the right balance for that, right? Ultimately, so they went ahead and did away with the changes. Uh, Overwatch League also did just change, did just finish their stage. So here coming up, like in the next week or two, I think it's two weeks. I don't think it's this week. I think it's a week after they're going to start their next stage. So they're trying to make sure that the game is like in a good place for when Overwatch League kind of like starts up their next uh, part of their season. Uh, Then with Mercy, they also did try something different with like her movement uh, where she she has this ability called Guardian Angel, where she flies to characters and is able to like jump up in the air. Used to be kind of like a bug. Uh, tech like that was kind of a skill thing it was considered a skill thing anyway uh and they tried to implement it into the game naturally as a, a, a you know to so that everybody could do it 
Uh, but they kind of acknowledge they they've tried already like two or three different ways to that to implement it. But they acknowledge that it, their current iteration is kind of wonky. So this one is not as much gone as it is. They're they're trying to rework it and make it a little more natural. Uh, so that one is kind of like to be determined. Uh, then Overwatch Two uh, over this past weekend, uh, there is a second tier of Overwatch League that is called Overwatch Contenders. Overwatch League Contenders. Uh, it's basically like if you think of like the NBA, then you have like the G League that's under it. Uh, that's essentially what Contenders is to Overwatch League. Uh, this weekend, uh, there was two teams that were playing. And they had let them know, or they had reached out to the teams and said that it was going to be a best of seven. So what a best of seven series means is that whatever team wins four games first wins the, the, that, uh, that set, right? Um, what happened is that the, the, the admin that let them know about the best of seven was mistaken and actually it was supposed to be best of five. Uh, so one of the teams kind of, I didn't watch it, but that they kind of just messed around and didn't take it too serious and went down zero to three. Then they start to play serious and they win two in a row and they're going into what, or they're potentially going for what they call an overwatch as a reverse sweep. It's not just in overwatch or gaming. It's in general in sports. Like when you ever, you have this time of uh, type of competition. Um, and mid midway, like right after that game, Right after that fifth game, the admins realize their mistake and they're like, oh, actually, like this game's over. Um, uh, it was it was supposed to be best of five, not best of seven. So uh, this is over the team that, that was up 3-0 wins. Uh, so that team had to end up going into the losers bracket. They talked to the other team that they were supposed to face after that loss, and they ended up just uh, messing around and not playing the game. They ended up doing things like Torbjorn 1v1s with the hammer, Arissa 1v1s, never capping point. The admins stopped the game and said, like, oh, if you guys aren't going to play this seriously, like, you guys are going to be disqualified. And the players all kind of took a stand and said, no, we're not going to play unless you, you know, you made, you made this mistake and you cost us this victory where, like, we weren't taking it seriously. Like, yes, that's on them, but uh, just acknowledge that you messed up. Let us continue playing our games or the rest, like, the rest of us and all these players are not going to play anymore. And it kind of just like shocked everybody like Overwatch fans. Uh, but ultimately the admins for contenders did acknowledge, yes, we made a mistake uh, and they let them play it out. I think the next day, but it was kind of like a crazy thing. It was trending everywhere. It was called the contender strike. It's what it was, what was trending on Twitter. I don't know if you heard anything about anything like that, Marcus. That's actually a crazy ass story. I did not. It's cool. Yeah, it was wild and it was crazy watching everybody like all the streamers like talk about it like the overwatch streamers and stuff like that that i watch like on twitch youtube whatever uh talk about it and it, it was just interesting like the, the right away everybody banded together and was like nah like this isn't fair like uh we're standing together and we're not gonna take for this i was like wow that's pretty cool it was fun to see a torb 1v1 too with hammers <laughs> But uh, yeah, that's it for gaming. I don't know if you had anything else to add or want to move on. No, we can move on. I, I don't have nothing else. Not right now. I know Xenoblade Three came out today, so. Oh, um, that's true. That's yeah, true. I have I heard anything about that yet? Or 
I have not started it. I'm, I probably won't start it for a while, to be honest with you, just because um, I did want to kind of replay Xenoblade 2, which mm-hmm. is kind of what I'm doing. Uh, but obviously, Fire Emblem on my Switch, Fugger's taking up a lot of my time. And so is Ratchet and Clank. My PlayStation is just right now uh, kind of beating everything over. But I did buy another copy. I know you helped me get the collection edition because for whatever reason, I couldn't get into the stupid Nintendo store. But you were able to in five minutes and you were able to score me a collection edition. So thank you for that again. Um, <laughs> so you should be receiving the game soon. And but you, all, I think you're not going to receive the collector's edition content until like later months later. So, uh, but either way, I know it did come out today. So um, I'm excited for everybody. I'm just trying to stay away from a lot. I'm, it's real easy, um, at least for that. Just because unless you go looking for it, you won't find anything. But I am. I, I do. I do plan on playing part two first before I get into part three again. All right. So uh, looking forward to that. Let's see what uh, what you end up thinking. I know you're a big fan of that series, so hopefully it uh, lives up. Yeah, for sure. So uh, we'll go into TV and movies. Um, it seems it, I'm looking at this tweet from one of the Twitters that I follow saying that um, we're going to have the Disney 23 Expo, which is going to be the ultimate Disney fan event in September. It's scheduled for September. I don't have a date yet, but... It's going to include announcements from Pixar, Disney, Star Wars, and more Marvel stuff. One of the things that's already confirmed that's going to be announced there is a Storm from the X-Men TV series, which I thought, uh, you know, Storm's always been a pretty cool character, at least to me. Uh, We've had already, what, like four or three to four, like different iterations of Storm in live action. Uh, So, I mean, I'm excited. Uh, I'm a big X-Men fan. So I'm down. Uh, and sticking with some stuff, Marvel and that, that whole thing, uh, Destin Daniel Cretton is set to direct uh, Avengers, the Kang Dynasty. I know last week we talked on, I think we mentioned that the, uh, what are their names? We're not going to be working on this, uh, on right. these movies. Yes. Uh, and Destin Daniel Cretton is, I believe, the one that directed uh, Shang-Chi. Which I liked. Oh, uh, I, I think I think you love you liked it as well too. Yeah. So uh, I think that's that's a positive. Uh, so I'm excited for that. Uh, uh, more things with Marvel. One more thing with Marvel is Ryan Gosling, which is funny because you all you all talked about him a little bit earlier. Uh, made some comments about wanting to possibly having an interest or just expressing interest in wanting. Uh, to maybe be Ghost Rider, to play Ghost Rider or something like that, and um, it's out there. And, sure. and Kevin Feige said, "Hey, if Ryan wants to be Ghost Rider, like I'm down." So you know, maybe we'll see that. Uh, I thought it was interesting, like especially being that uh, today in our group chat, you and uh, Cornelio Brownetti were talking about him a little bit. Uh, and this is exactly where that's going to come in again. Uh, speaking of Ryan Gosling, The Gray Man, which is the movie that you talked about earlier, uh, already has a sequel in the works. Uh, the Russo the Russo brothers are going to be directing, uh, and Ryan Gosling is going to reprise his role. Uh, you mentioned that you saw the first one. I still haven't seen it. So, what did you think about it? You know, is this is this uh, is this Right? Like, uh, is it set up for a sequel? Like, give us yeah, a little bit of insight. It's, uh, 
It's, it definitely sets itself up for a sequel. In general, I know a lot of people have, it was in mixed reviews, but I, I'm, I'm more on the, I enjoyed it. it. It's an active film, you know, you're not watching an action film for the story, you know what I mean? But yeah. some great scenes, great action, and the one-liners. Ryan Gosling, man, guy is charming, he's charismatic, and his one-liners were good. And he, him and uh, Alma, de, de, Alma de Aras is also um, in the film, and He's good too, dude. For the most part, honestly, Ryan Gosling, every time Ryan Gosling and Chris Evans were together on that film, oh my God, dude, Chris Evans, man, man, oh, that guy was excellent. And, and that's, that's to say, Ryan Gosling was exceptional. Chris Evans was amazing. And it was, I found myself laughing a lot more than I thought I was going to <laughs> just, just because the one-liners were great. Um, it, it's it's definitely worth to check out, especially if you're an action junkie, you like action movies, definitely. Definitely check it out. You know, uh, Ryan Gosling, his dry humor is really good. Uh, again, you're not watching it for the story. Don't go think you're going to be, oh, you know, you're going to be watching, you know, the greatest film, you know, Interstellar on screen. No. <laughs> but you are watching a Russo Brothers action film featuring Ryan Gosling, Chris Evans, man, and it live to me that part itself lives up. But obviously, there are some things that I do have issues with. But I'm not going to get into those issues. But for, I enjoyed it a lot, um, quite a bit more than I thought I was going to, and also quite a, quite a bit more now that I'm speaking about it. Um, as far as entertainment's concerned, it's an entertaining movie. Uh, yeah, definitely, definitely sets itself up for a sequel uh, and a spinoff. I'm not sure what the spinoff is, but apparently, it's supposed to be some sort of a uh, franchise, I think, if I remember that they had wanted to do. Uh, I'm not sure, but they do make references, Easter eggs. You, I, I'm sure you'll catch them and stuff like that. Some are obvious. Um, but yeah, if you check it out, let me know what you think. Maybe we can do uh, talk about it a little bit more um, in one of our podcasts. But yeah, definitely, definitely set this up for, for a sequel. So then uh, I'll jump over to Game of Thrones. Uh, nothing crazy. Just uh, all eight seasons of Game of Thrones are gonna be are gonna be re-released in 4K, Ultra, HDR, uh, Dolby Vision, Dolby Atmos, the whole shebang in August on HBO Max. I was actually re-watching Game of Thrones. I'm gonna put that on pause. Wait till next month and watch it like with the full shebang of everything, 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 everything. So uh, I'm excited for that. Are you actually uh, it, watching Game of Thrones? Yes, I was. I was. I was like, at, I was just starting season three, I think. Damn. And it's just one of those things where like, I'm, I'm either, I'm not like, I've rewatched it already. I've watched it twice already. Uh, so it's one of those like shows that I just enjoy. I love it. And I'll put on and I'm okay. Like watching, since I've seen it already, like I'm okay. Like just stopping or like missing a scene or something like that. I just put it on and I want to watch it. And of course, like there's those scenes that like I sit, I'll, I'll see something or I'll hear something and I'm like, okay, I got to watch. And like, it's like a background kind of thing. Does that make sense? Yeah. Uh, but, uh, but of course I get real caught up like in certain parts or stories or whatever. Uh, so I'm excited to see it in the whole shebang. Uh, then we did get some news, I think, yesterday, if not day before, that Ben Affleck is going to be returning as Batman for Aquaman 2. Uh, I know that there was kind of a little bit of scrutiny with this movie, being that a certain actress was going to continue her role in that movie. Uh, I don't know if this announcement was kind of like to kind of try to off put that 
possibility yeah. of yeah yes, yes there you go offset that uh what would you call it not imbalance yeah to put it you know at least to put it some way yeah if you don't know who we're talking about we're talking about amber heard uh reprising her role as mira right is the is her character's name yeah uh so i mean I, i'm actually super just interested in how that movie is going to release like just totally totally interested because you know obviously with the whole amber heard thing going on um and the fact that she kept her role and even then and you see people online even during the giant Depp amber heard trial people were just adamant don't watch aquaman last kingdom don't watch aquaman last kingdom don't watch aquaman last kingdom and i'm curious to see if and the internet's a very very powerful and that's an understatement so super super curious to see what's going to happen <laughs> yeah i honestly at this point feel like it could be like the greatest superhero movie ever but people are just gonna say ah, no uh-uh. so i'm i'm very interested too like if this is gonna affect it a little bit if not at all like because man you like you're not kidding when you say the internet is a crazy powerful thing so uh, let's see what happens there uh, and sticking with Batman, I saw some comments saying that Keanu Reeves is interested in playing an older live-action Batman in some capacity. I'm not sure, like, uh, where, like, that will fall in because I think he did acknowledge that, like, right now he knows that, like, we already have a new Batman in Pattinson and, like, stuff going on with him. But he said that it was always a dream of his to be Batman. And, I mean, Keanu Reeves... You know, he's Keanu Reeves, yeah. so he uh, doesn't have us. Nobody hates him. He's an amazing, well liked individual. And if he want, and, and he was very, and if you notice, he, when he said it, obviously very specific, old man Batman. He's not gonna. He's he will he will not step on people's toes. He won't step on anybody. But he said, old man Bat, old man Bruce Wayne, old man Batman. And you know what? Like, hey, nobody. I think the only other person was Michael Keaton, who would, uh, I you know, get that role or you know be considered for that role just because he was a previous batman who's not older but shoot, shoot, shoot you can't go wrong with any of those names that have been brought up you know what i mean yeah for sure so then uh there's a creed spinoff coming that is entitled drago oh yeah that's so i'm i've always been a fan of the rocky movies then transitioning over to the creed movies uh i don't know if you've seen both of them uh but I was excited, especially with part two, bringing back uh, Ivan Drago and uh, the character that plays his son, too. Uh, and this is going to be also this is going to be like a, a spinoff focused like on him and his father. So uh, I'm excited. You know, I'm all about these movies all the time. I actually recently just watched Rocky Four again. So it was crazy to see this announcement just a couple of days after I rewatched Rocky Four. Uh, I, I, gotta, I gotta go back I've seen Creed once and I've never seen Creed 2 but I've seen the Rocky movies a lot and I've actually just not recently it's been about maybe a year or two since I've actually seen the uh, was it 2016? no was it the Rocky the, the, the new new the, Rocky the, Balboa? yeah Rocky Balboa mm-hmm. I don't remember what year it was but I, I saw it a while back and hold, they all hold up man great movies yeah great great movies so I'm excited for that uh, speaking of uh, big fights uh godzilla and kong 2 has begun filming uh i think we're both in the same boat that we really enjoyed the first one it was a kind of a breath of fresh air and you know overall just exciting right (laughs) yeah man kaiju films are just 
fun to watch. And again, you know, you're, you're not going to watch these for the story. <laughs> what? <laughs> you're going to, you, I, and, and I think that's one of the gripes. The, one of the gripes I had with these movies has been, I don't give a damn about the humans. I want to see King Kong and Godzilla beat the shit out of each other for two hours. That's all I want to see. <laughs> All I want to see. I'm asking too much. How much budget? How much budget is that going to cost you? Yeah. What would you think? What would you think of like a training montage for each monster, and then they just put them in a ring for twelve rounds? Dude, we might as well just call it the, you know the Godzilla King Kong saga, dude, or Phase One. Godzilla <laughs> Phase One, King Godzilla, dude, Phase Two, Phase Three. Uh, I'll watch. I love Godzilla movies. Uh, um, I've seen a lot of them. I haven't seen them all. But I've seen the original in 1970s, 1970s version, the original Japanese version. I've seen the second one after that. I've seen the one, the Japanese versions here and there um, with Mechagodzilla, King Ghidorah, uh, Mothra, uh, Baby Godzilla, King Kong uh, versus Godzilla, the, the OG. You know, there's a lot. And there's even, I forgot, there's even another one. I totally can't remember. Big old bug. Uh, not Mothra, another one. Uh, but yeah, no. So it's gone to the King versus Kong 2, dude. I bet you Kong wins this one. But I, I hope I mean, so. I'm a Kong I, I guy. Was, I'm a Godzilla. I like Godzilla more. But so. Yeah, there's just something about monster movies, dude. They're just timeless, right? Yeah, man, for real. Uh, so the last thing I have here is, uh, you know, there was a lot of buzz about uh, in uh, Stranger Things with uh, Eddie Munson and his his character. And particularly his scene where he plays Master of Puppets. Uh, everybody loved it. Uh, actually, at a... I don't remember if it was at a performance. But Metallica did give a shout-out to Eddie Munson. Uh, and Joseph Quinn, you know, the actor, uh, played a clip, I think, of him in the Stranger Things series. like, And they played along with him. When, oh, it was at Lollapalooza. Uh and then Joseph Quinn actually got to meet Metallica and play with them. So, like, talk about, like, wow, dude. Hey, man, uh, the, just, the, just the, what is it, the waterfall that just happens, man. And, you know, entertainment and it's, it's, it's intense, man. Just some of the things that kind of go on just from a show like Stranger Things or just from a show in general. And some of the repercussions, the positive repercussions that can, that can happen. Yeah, so I mean, uh, that that caught my eye, made me, you know, smirk a little bit and stuff. Uh, so good for him, you know, awesome, awesome. Uh, I guess that's it for like our our little new stuff. Uh, we kind of wanted to get into a little discussion too. Uh, Just interesting. Yeah, a little quick little discussion. Uh, I'll let uh, Marcus worded it very well earlier when like i was throwing the we were throwing ideas around so i'll let him kind of introduce it uh yeah so our discussion for this week and, and rico mentioned that you know we're talking gamer snacks you know you know anime snacks and rico mentioned yeah you know we what if we talk about something you know what we eat you know what type of snacks we like and stuff like that and i said dude i said you know what about like gamer snacks, right? Because people play, I mean, people play things, and they're always munching out while they're playing a game. They munch out while they're watching an anime or munching out something different when they go to the movies. They have a certain order that they always have to get. And I said, dude, let's talk about it, man. So, gamer snacks, anime snacks, movie snacks, right? So that's that's kind of the um, discussion we're going to go into. And I'm going to go ahead and top it off just because 
it it's it's more of the whole snack thing and kind of how it started just because yesterday and happened yesterday night um one in the morning, you know, I'm, I'm just, I wanted a little snack, obviously, right? I was watching something and I just, just wanted something to nibble on. We had Oreo cookies, right? And Oreo cookies, just, just to give you some background, my favorite cookie is chocolate chip cookie, hands down. I like, I like them soft. Those are my favorite, you know, there's a Starbucks, a, that has, it's a different bakery compared to a lot of the other ones that has a chocolate chip cookie that is just delicious. One of my favorites. I love chocolate chip cookies in general. That's, that's going to be my cookie 10 times out of 10. With that said, I had Oreo cookies, and I I, just, I got three three Oreo cookies just because I wasn't trying to overdo it. And I had this idea. I was like, you know, I started thinking of the Parent Trap. If you've seen the Parent Trap, the one Lindsay Lohan, um, they do you do Oreos with peanut butter. They take the Oreo, dip it in the peanut butter, and eat it. So you know, I'm kind of curious about that. And then I was like, but you know what? Like, I want to know if it's going to taste better than a, you know, Oreo cookie with milk now not just dipped in milk people have this this conception of you know just you dip it twice three times just for the flavor no i leave that sucker in milk for about a good 30 <laughs> seconds so what i did i took three cookies i put one by itself the second one just a tea a teaspoon of peanut butter in you know, the peanut butter just spread it around the top just for that taste and the third one i you know and you stick the inside of the oreo into a fork well i poured it i poured milk into a you know one fourth of a cup just enough for an oreo cookie i put the fork and i left it there just submerged into the milk take the first one i said damn this is a good cookie all right it's real good took the peanut butter one damn this is also real good but not as good as the first one and then i bit into the third cookie and the milk cookie. And I, and I text Rico and I, I just had to tell him, I said, Rico, I said, Oreo, I said, Oreo cookies and milk. I said, dude, that's God's work right there, man. I, <laughs> I said, I was like, this is divine. I said, what? <laughs> I said, what in the hell? I was like, did I just eat? I said, oh my God. And I, was like, I just, and I don't eat Oreo cookies a lot. I don't, I, I really don't. Maybe, you know, a couple of times a year because again, I'm going to go for a chocolate chip cookie, a Keebler soft badge cookies. That's my shit. Oreo cookies, you know, I, I buy them for my girlfriend. That's it. Call it a day. And I said, holy shit, man. I said, oh my God. I said, this is, this is divine. And I started just talking out of my ass. I said, now I know why Jesus, I mean, God had to flood the earth. Now I know why he had to turn the city into salt because these guys probably did not eat Oreos because living without Oreos is a sin. And I was just, you know, on this trip. And I was like, man, dude. And then today, I didn't get to go to Barnes Nobles because I was craving another cookie. And then and I went to Jersey Mike's. I They just built one here where we live. And obviously, it's, it's, a, it's a sandwich place. And, you know, grand opening, right? That's how new it is around here. You know, and I know some people out there might have had some. And they, they were passing out freshly baked cookies, right? They apparently they sell cookies. I took a bite. I said, holy shit. I said, this cookie, I was like, it's fucking good. <laughs> 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 and, and my girlfriend was looking at me, and she's just like, she, and she starts saying, is it better? I said, yeah, it's better than crumble, better than a lot of things. Um, she goes, is it better than Starbucks cookie? I said, no. I was like, but it's up there. I said, damn, it was a great cookie, dude. Is it better than Whataburger? I said, hell yeah, better than, better than Whataburger, you know? Um, I just, I've just been on this trip with cookies and I think that's what kind of spurred this whole conversation, anyway, but I did want to open it up with that story. So with that said, with that said, I'm going to pass it over to Rico with the question. What is your snack of choice while you are gaming? All right. So, I mean, that I have to just say that, that, uh, that rant Marcus went on after eating the, the, the Oreos, like it was biblical. 
<laughs> it was biblical. He got biblical with it. Like it was that good. So, uh, in terms of gaming, I don't. Uh, my snack of choice is a is a very particular one. Actually, I usually like to enjoy either. I'm a chocolate guy, so I I really love uh, the Reese's Fast Breaks. That's usually what I eat. Like when I'm if if I want a snack to bar game with choice. Oh, dude, a great what? choice. I said candy bar of choice. Great choice, man. Yeah. Super just under understated there, man. Yeah. And typically when I game, I either go for like water, if not Gatorade. For some reason, I don't like to drink soda when I game. Uh I go I, I go for the lighter either water, Gatorade. I actually really love body armor fruit punch too. I know you're a fan of body armor too, so uh that's typically what I go for. If not, if 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 I if I don't if I don't have a fast break or I have M and M's around, I'll substitute that for for uh, the fast break. But if I have my choice, like if I'm if I know I'm gonna have a gaming session and I go and like pre have snacks, like that's what I'm going for: fast break and maybe a Gatorade. So okay, just to be a little bit more specific, is fast break your favorite candy bar? Would you call it your favorite kind of book? And just in general, it doesn't have to be particularly to gaming. Probably. I don't have it like all that often because I kind of get a little bit of everything whenever I go. Like, it's just, what am I feeling? Like when I go to the store or when I'm getting snacks, like it's like, okay, what am I feeling right now? I'm yeah. not like somebody that always has like fast breaks on deck, but it probably is my favorite. If I had to pick one, I would say yes. And do you, and do you not eat chips while you game? No, I I usually don't eat chips because I don't like to have my hands dirty. Actually, we kind of Cheeto Cheeto fingers. We're looking at a, a booty daddy game over there with his <laughs> and his Cheeto fingers as he you know shoots people. <laughs> yeah, I don't like to have my hands dirty while I game because obviously gaming is more of a hands on thing versus yeah. like watching stuff. So yeah. I, I I actually try to keep my keyboard and my mouse and. Uh, my controller and stuff like depending on what i'm where i'm playing like i try to keep them clean and stuff so yeah yeah no so chips as far, as far as gaming is concerned just because and it's, it's just me i'm i'm always watching what i eat and you know i'm always just trying to just not overdo it because if you let me i can have a candy bar every single day um i do love Reese's sticks, the Reese's peanut butter sticks i love those <laughs> a lot i like a hundred grand hundred grand is amazing um I do also like uh, Milky Way, uh, a whatchamacallit, just all, all the weird, obscure ones I do enjoy. Big Cat, Big, big Cat also. Um, but yeah, as far as gaming is concerned, and I, I mentioned the candy bar first just because I do not eat candy bars when I game. Real weird. And it usually happens with just because I'm on that same boat where you try not to get your hands really, really crazy just because obviously, you know, you, you, you don't want to get your stuff all greasy. And yeah, stuff. And, because and they're in use. <laughs> Yeah, because they're in use and you don't want to make sure you mess up. But uh, I usually, usually roll with kind of like, because I'm a big chocolate person also. And if I'm going to be munching out on something, again, I'm trying not to munch out on something because obviously we game every night. And if, if it became a bad habit and it wouldn't be good for my health. So either chocolate granola in some shape, way, or form. And if not chocolate granola, I'm usually in a form of a cereal or in the granola things. Strangely enough, crackers i will buy uh either rich crackers or just regular saltine crackers and just 
pop one into my mouth just because crackers they're, they're kind of dry and it takes a while for me to chew as i'm going and it's really it's a really easy thing to eat obviously you know just water my thing is always i drink a lot of water um i don't really drink i don't really drink anything else unless i'm you know out and about i'll drink uh usually uh like we said a, a fruit punch or uh, i'm sorry a, a body armor or a powerade or a gatorade you know but water crackers water and granola typically what i do while gaming strangely enough i know people are like what the hell because remember back in the day it was with doritos and mountain dew or what yeah. was the advertisement for the first thing oh yeah that's right? like the stereotypical gamer meal yeah but for them but again every gamer is always eating something while they're gaming and uh once in a while right i have a bag of just chips a small bag of chips right just but uh, it has to be a small one just so i can actually like not grab it with my fingers but grab the bag from the bottom and just kind of stuff my face with a bunch of chips and just I'll just have a full mouthful of chips while you're trying to game and talk at the same time. Um, and it used to happen. I, used to, I know a lot of people used to do it too. <laughs> and I'm thinking of Overwatch where Mercy, Mercy had, and it's well, obviously still, right? Mercy had a res, and every time Mercy res this, right? So obviously, we died in Overwatch, you have like eight, 10 second window, so you can kind of munch out real quick. Um, Omar used to you know, would, would res, and I'd be, you know, eating whatever, and Omar would res me. Oh, damn, I'd throw whatever I'm eating. <laughs> just <started playing. laughs> a couple of times, like, and, it, it, you know, at night, I like to eat cereal at night, just in general. Like, I'll eat cereal, and one day I was, I didn't want a snack, but I hadn't eaten, so I got a bowl of cereal. So I'm eating cereal while I'm playing, and then I'm, I'm getting a bite, or I'm, getting, I'm being res, I throw my spoon in. <laughs> so it's pretty funny. Um, so with that said, right? Uh, anything else you want to add to, game, to gaming? Because I'm sure you also uh, something. Yeah, something else that I do actually like to keep around that I eat. I mean, it's not exactly a healthy option, but it's better than eating a candy bar. Is uh, I don't know if you've ever tried the Quaker like granola bars. They have like a like a Quaker chewy like chocolate chip. I love granola bars, and honestly, I snack on granola. Honestly, that is one thing. Just because. It's not a candy bar, but I do snack on granola bars every day because that's my substitute. I call it a substitute just because it's, you know, a little bit, a little bit healthier than a chocolate eating a chocolate bar every day. But yes, I do agree. I do keep those on hand pretty often, also. Yeah, they they have like I I of course love the chocolate chip, but they also have like a like a pack that comes with like chocolate chip or s'more flavor or peanut butter or I think oatmeal uh, raisin is one of them too. Like those, I, those are something like I kind of always try to have on hand. So that's another thing that I'll sneak into like just that in a water or Gatorade or whatever, when I don't want to do the candy. Uh, but yeah, uh, that's what it for me. That, that That's it for me for the gaming. Then actually when I'm watching something, there's a, there's a difference between there's a difference when whether i'm watching and for me it might not be as big of a difference as you think but it's what's different for me is when i'm watching a movie versus when i'm watching something that's like episodic like whether it's anime or a live action series or something like that yeah yeah. uh so here is where like the chips come into play if i'm watching a series whether it's you know something like breaking bad uh, Stranger Things, uh, Vinland Saga, which I'm watching right now, uh, or any anime in general. I like, for whatever reason, this is where I like to have food. Like I'll like food and with a side, whether it's like a burger and a f- with fries or like a sandwich and chips. Like I like here a series. I go like full out meal. If not, like I'll go, you know, maybe just the side, the chips or. Uh, for some reason, when I'm watching something like this, uh, 
my go-to auction, actually the specific one that I'll go if I'm, if I'm committing to like, I'm going to go get myself snacks for this watch session I'm about to have. I really enjoy chocolate covered pretzels. Oh, dude. Yes. That's actually one of my, uh, that's actually one of my go-tos for uh, movie snacks. I actually buy a chocolate covered pretzels before I go to a movie. Like <laughs> I mm-hmm. put, them, you know, put them in a bag and stick them in there, dude, because it just hits different, man. Yeah. So yeah, there, there's something about the series that like I'll have, like I say, the burger and fries, sandwich and chips, hot dog and chips. Like I go the full experience. And here I like to have soda. Huh. That's just for, me. For for the series in general, right? For a series, like, and again, that's whether live action, anime, whatever. Like I know okay. I'm gonna put in some time. I'm gonna enjoy my meal and watch. Oh, okay. Well. In my case, just because, again, and again, that's notorious, right? I I watch anime. That's typically what I'm, you know, ninety nine percent of my is anime. Uh, once in a while, obviously, you get uh, live action. I think with the live action, obviously, a little longer, forty five minutes to an hour. Uh, I spend most more time of that with with my girlfriend. And usually, you know, we have dinner, watch a series, stuff like that. Usually, when we watch live action or something like that long, dinner always comes into play. She cannot eat. She cannot. She has to be watching something while she eats. One of those, you know, me, I, I just sit there and kind of just eat, you know, and enjoy whatever. But when it comes to anime, and it happens every time, not in any particular order, but every time when I'm going through like a binge session or I'm watching something, whether it's beginning, middle, or end, and this is all, this is all, always something that, if it's not a granola bar, just again, because I always have those on hand, is uh, ice cream. I have... <laughs> It's stupid too. Uh, I have mason jars, those little glass mason jars and stuff like that, and they're not mm-hmm. very big. They're maybe about uh, what about eight ounces? A little, a little bit bigger, right? About ten ounces or so. Um, and I have again, just because you're probably thinking, well, what happened to your healthy options? <laughs> yeah, it's coming. Um, <laughs> and again, just because obviously, if you were up to me, I'd buy Blue Bell ten times out of ten. You know what I mean? But uh, Wait, if it's not because they have like a frozen yogurt or whatever, but I will buy like at our local uh, supermarket, H-E-B here in Texas, um, they have creamy, what's called creamy creations. And they also, they they have half fat, you know, no sugar, shit like that. And I get cookies and cream, cookies and cream, strangely enough. Or if not, I'll get the chocolate uh, frozen yogurt one or option that they have. And when I'm watching an anime, I will take a cup or maybe a little, if I'm feeling generous, maybe a cup and a half. Put it into the mason jar and just just slowly eat it while I'm on a 25 minute episode. And it, <laughs> yeah, dude, and it happens a lot. It happens quite often. Um, if I'm not feeling ice cream, then granola bar and water. Or if I'm not feeling, you know, granola bar, it'll just be if again if I'm eating or whatever, I'll always have either water or in this case, if not water, usually typically if it's in the afternoon or you know five or six when I get home from work or whatever, um, I have these like little sugar energy not sugar right sugar free energy packets or whatever. Put those in a you know, 24 ounce because I like I like it watered down. Take granola bar ice cream and just have at it while I'm watching something. It's it's kind of I'll call it a ritual. I've actually been doing that for a few years. Um, early on, when sounds I like watching, a ritual. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, and, and and I was about to say early on when I used to kind of do these things again. I've been doing this for a long time, right? Obviously watching anime for a long time, and my eating habit had always been some sort of ice cream. Obviously, when I was in high school. I would buy I would buy a pint, pint of ice cream and I eat half of it, whatever, or the blue bell, eat it while I was watching something, put it away. You didn't know. And it, it's not every day, 
but it's pretty often that you kind of do see this when I'm watching something. Um, yeah. and, I, and if I'm not eating, it's ice cream. And will I have ice cream at any other time? Probably not. Maybe once in a while out in, you know, society, but not more <laughs> than what I have when I'm amongst watching. the masses. <laughs> yeah, among the people. <laughs> Which, you know, that, that's, that's my strange one. Ice cream is, I, ice cream is the only time you'll see, like, I'm eating ice cream is when I'm watching anime or if if or again a series like you had mentioned so um that's my anime one which is kind of again weird because i won't eat ice cream while i'm playing gaming ever like i don't think i can't think off the top of my head that i've ever done that and if you have which is kind of strange you know your ice cream is going to melt <laughs> if you're in a game yeah <laughs> yeah because you know obviously you're, you're using your hands but you're trying to eat right so it's kind of a little weird um yeah but that that that's my that's my uh series one for the eating you mentioned a uh, question real quick. You mentioned like some of the artificial flavors, like the little packets you put in water, right? What, what are your, like, what are your, what's your go-to like brand or flavor of choice or whatever you go there? Because I actually really like those a lot too. The ones I have, I've been buying, uh, I, well, I buy two of them. Usually it's those, uh, it's not even, it's a, there's those the cheap pink lemonade ones. Weilers, Weilers, or something like that. Why, dude? Yes, those are the ones I go for too. Weiler Light is what they're called. Weiler Light, yeah, Weiler Light, and and those and those when I'm being just again, I've always liked and for whatever reason my things watered down, which is why like when I drink Gatorade, I don't drink you know, Gatorade Zero. You know how it has zero sugar. Mm -hmm. It's not because I don't drink that because of the healthy option. I actually prefer Gatorade Zero over Gatorade because of the sugar. I like my stuff watered down. You want a Starbucks? Oh, do you want your Starbucks with lemonade? No, I want it with water. Water, water down my shit. So when I drink like the the pink lemonade, whatever, I it says put it in a, in a 16 ounce bottle from you know those bottles that you buy like a Walmart or something at a market. No, I put it in a 24 ounce. I I have a 24 ounce uh container or whatever. One of those. Oh, what are they called? Um, thermoses. I put 24 yes. ounces in water and I. I mix it. I have a watered down pink lemonade, which is strange, right? Uh, that's one of my little weird niches. I didn't, I didn't realize that that was weird until I'm talking about it out loud. Because um, mm -hmm. even like at Whataburger or one of the places, usually like I like to have, uh, obviously, I, I'm, I'm going to go over sports drinks or fruit drinks over soda. Like I just typically don't do soda. Um, but like I'll go, they have Powerade as an option. I'll put half Powerade and half water. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I don't know if you knew that actually. Yeah, knows that. yeah. So. Oh, and and she's still with you. <laughs> I'm out, bro. No, that that's interesting. I mean, I uh, I took to this, uh, you know, because there's all different kinds of these things now where you can mix your own stuff. Uh, Gatorade, I think, even does this now too. But uh, I've tried so many different ones, and like the last two years or so, like I finally settled on this Wilders. Because, you know, whether it's like the sugary taste or the lighter taste or whatever, I don't know. Like sometimes you get a little bit of a weird aftertaste when they use like sugar substitutes and stuff like that. For for whatever reason, like uh, I ended up trying the lemon iced tea one in this in this particular brand and I loved it. And then I explored a little bit more into like the lemonade. They have a fruit punch, which the fruit punch is the only one I don't really like because it's it just feels like too sweet. Uh -huh. That makes sense. Uh, yeah. But like lemonade, raspberry, pink lemonade, ice uh, the the iced tea and lemonade mix is really good. Yeah, yeah. And then they used to have those uh those coolie packets, and you used to put like four cups of sugar or something. Oh yeah. Like that. And mm -hmm. yeah, I, I was just never 
just never weird on that because if I'm going to have sugar, I'm not about to have a sugary drink. I want to take my ass and get me a candy bar. I love chocolate. I'm going to, in my case, it's why do I want to waste my sugar intake on a drink when I can go have, you know, a Pop-Tart or a chocolate the good bar? shit. Yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> so, or, or some blue bell ice cream, man. They just really, also like a year ago, remember when you sent a picture of the uh, cookie cone blue bell ice cream? Oh, goaded, goaded. That was the only time I had bought blue bell in years. In years, because and I said, shoot, I bought two tubs of that damn thing, half gallons, dude. It was amazing. Oh, if they ever could, dude. Oh my god, but it was amazing. Um, but yeah, with what I'm thinking right now, as far as those little packets are concerned, Celsius over that pandemic, there's a there's an energy drink called Celsius, and again, I I, I don't do well with caffeine, uh, like at all. Like usually, uh, 200 milligrams of caffeine is equivalent to about eight ounce cup of coffee. I'm not even a big coffee drinker. So I find I try to find anything that's gonna either pro- provide some small amounts of ca- caffeine and bigger things, or or whatever. So the Celsius drinks used to come in these little 12, 12 ounce cans or whatever. I used to drink those, but then they started coming out with packets, those little just like those little wider packets. So I bought those just so I can dilute my my Celsius drink even more and not you know kind of taking everything and you know so. I drink those at least, you know, not at least, right? But I'll drink those every so often when I'm working out because I call that my uh, my pre-workout or my, you know, whatever. It's just a, it's a little, like, you know, vitamins and one of those type of drinks and stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I did buy those little those little packets there just to kind of dilute in 30 ounces of water or, or something like that. So that's that, that's more or less between the wilders and that. That's that's what I'm drinking. Yeah, you know something else you mentioned uh, ice cream for your little your your. Uh your series kind of thing i've actually lately been going away from eating ice cream and going back towards like dude popsicles oh. <laughs> popsicles the pop ice ones you know the ones <laughs> you know the ones <laughs> yeah i know the one i re- obviously growing up together I, I was at rico's house a lot and I, honestly like high school i was there and for days at a time too you know oh you don't have a house or what yeah i had a house i had brothers you know it was but I was always at Rico's house, and he always had popsicles. Well, my favorite flavor for the Popeyes was the pink ones. So I would, and everybody, they knew Rico's mom, Rico's dad, Rico's sister, Rico, that uh, they, the pink popsicles were there. I would go to the freezer. I would take as many pink popsicles as I could. I'd put them in my pocket, and we'd go to watch Naruto. And we'd go, we would go and watch Naruto. That's what we had. <laughs> yes, it is. That's what we did. We'd watch Naruto, right? You remember, dude? And we yeah. just ate oh, yeah. things. And, we ate the popsicles and yeah, just watch anime, dude. So honestly, like when you think about it, that that's similar, right? If not ice cream, then popsicles and that. Not, we did that in high school for a long time, dude. And oh yeah. We used to, we we would eat them, just tear out the wrapper, leave them there, tear out the wrapper. At one point, even had ants. <laughs> we, <left the> <laughs> <laughs> we got ants one time, yeah. So yeah, dude, I don't blame you, man. Oh man, I go buy. See, so that's some that's the happy side of the story. The sad side of the story is that I also like the pink popsicles, but. <laughs> They were never anywhere to be found because they were all in Marcus's pocket. <laughs> but I, I would, if, if, if they knew, like, they would ask, right? I wouldn't take them all in one sitting, though. I would take, like, six or something stupid until I at least had my fill. No, he, he would share every now and then, but it was rare. But he shared. Uh, so, finishing up for me, the last, the last uh, thing I had was whenever I watch a movie. Now, maybe it's a little, like... Now, when you watch a movie at home or when you go to the theater? Both. I actually oh. do the same for both. Oh, okay. Uh, I have to have popcorn, pickle, and I always drink fruit punch. Almost always drink fruit punch. 
sometimes I'll be feeling like something different, but it's always like popcorn, pickle, fruit punch. Sometimes if I'm, if I haven't eaten, I'll maybe I'll get a hot dog. Usually I eat before I go watch a movie. Yeah. yeah. Cause I want to do like the snack experience. I don't like to eat oh, yeah. and watch a series. I don't like to eat and watch a movie. Like I like to eat and watch like a uh, binge something, you know? Yeah. So I do the, the snack, the snack thing, popcorn, pickle, fruit punch. Popcorn, popcorn, pickle. You don't get like a candy bar or anything. The five dollar candy bars. <laughs> yeah, well, not not at the theater. <laughs> but uh, no, nah, I usually don't do like once in a while. Like if I'm there with somebody, like I'll maybe I'll steal like some M and M's or you know no actually you know what what I do like the uh, those like what do they call them what do they call them like the fruit straws? Oh yeah, like the like the sour punch. The Sour Punch sometimes, but what are the other ones called? I can't remember. Let me see. The Fruit, the fruit Straws? Yeah, they're like... Uh, not fruit. They're, that's not what they're called, but... They're, like, they're, the like, they're like the Sour Punch, but they're like sweet. Like, uh... I don't say they're nerds. It, it, no. it's, it's, like, it's like red on the outside, and on the inside, it's blue. I, I, can't rem- I cannot remember what they're called. You're like, like Twizzlers? They're they're like the same form, but they're like all sweet. It's not like licorice kind of stuff. Huh? It's not mm, yeah, it's not coming to me either. Uh, I don't know. Uh, let me let, let me let me look at it. Let me see if I can find what they are. Uh, while you go into yours, or while you criticize me, or whatever it is you're gonna go into. Oh, no, 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 that's 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 yours is actually plausible. And again, mine's more data because at home again, same same kind of concept. I'm kind of working about it here at home. Now, when I go to the theater, it doesn't even matter to me if if I eat before or not. My girlfriend likes to eat before. It doesn't matter. Over there, even if we have just finished eating, I have to buy popcorn. Like popcorn and drink is a gimme. It's always going to be a gimme. Always. Like that's that's just hands down. Now, if an opportunity presents itself, which it usually does, I will take, and I, I mentioned it, chocolate covered pretzels. Um, one of the best ones was we went to Rocky was a Rocky Chocolate Mountain, the Mountain Rocky, whatever it's called, the Rocky Chocolate Mountain Factory, whatever it's called. You know what I'm talking about, right? Mm-hmm. And I like dark chocolate, by the way. Dark chocolate, that's my favorite chocolate. So I get dark chocolate covered pretzels. And, oh, I love dark chocolate. Dark <laughs> chocolate covered pretzels or dark chocolate or caramel with the with seeds on top. Oh, my God. So uh, I bought five of them, eight, two on the road, and I snuck the other three into the theater. Right, but even when I'm there, and I and, I, and I'm thinking Ricky off the top of my head because Ricky actually always he says his thing is popcorn drink, and he'll buy, always buy a bunch of crunch. People have their niches, right? People have their things, and I don't blame him. Once in a while, I'll buy a bunch of crunch, but not all the time. That's not my thing. If I haven't eaten hot dog, I do like a good hot dog from the theaters, right? But regardless, if I'm not buying a hot dog, it's popcorn. It's usually cherry coke. Why I do not know. But cherry coke at the theater with a popcorn for me just does it for me. That's what I enjoy. Um, and if I'm gonna again my chocolate covered pretzels when I'm taking those in there. Usually anything extra, not really. I know it sounds kind of boring, um, but again, it's the regardless of what I eat, the popcorn and the cherry coke for whatever reason. Popcorn and cherry coke. Once in a while, I'll take my child cover pretzels or buy a, just a candy. I'll buy a bunch of crunch also sometimes. Um, but yeah, nothing too too crazy as far as the theater is concerned. Um, I know with the popcorn, it always has to be the big one. I don't give a damn if I had to hardly eat any. 
It's going to be the big one. I'm going to smother the shit out of it with butter. You put it under the little butter dispenser thing. All mm-hmm. over the top, shake it around a little bit, right there in the middle, shake it around again for a good measure, and then you know finish up with the with the butter on top. Um, but yeah, no, nothing too crazy. Uh, growing up, we used to do the pickle, we used to do the nachos. Uh, with the but we used to do, I still once in a while do the bunch of crunch. Uh, but it's it's gone expensive, uh, pretty damn expensive. Uh, I know now they serve, and a lot of theaters now they serve actual foods. Uh, so the burger sometimes, chicken strips, not too crazy. But regardless, at the end of the day, if I'm going to a theater, a large popcorn and a large cherry Coke with chocolate pretzels if I made a stop. That's mine of choice anyways. Yeah. Did you find the did you find the, the things you were looking for? Yes, they are I put a picture of it here on the on the chat. They are sweet tart ropes, formerly known as kazoozles. That's what I used to call them all the time. Kazoozles. Kazuzo sweet tart ropes. Mm-hmm. Dude, amazing. The cherry ones. Oh, amazing. Yeah. Amazing, dude. Kazuzos. How they how does all these but oh yeah, there it goes. Yeah, you yeah, can yeah. on, on, on yeah. some of the packets, like it'll say formerly Kazuzos. And now they're sweet tart ropes. I but, remember um, I remember the Kazuzos because the Wonka logo was on just about a lot of these things. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Oh my god, yeah. man. I these are these are there. amazing, bro. If I can get these like for a movie or if I'm going to eat candy, like in a movie, this is what I'm going for. The sweet art robes, dude. I love sweet tarts. As far as actual like candy candy is concerned, like sweet candy, anything sour is my go-to. I like sweet tarts, sour punch, um, warheads, the sour, mm-hmm. the candy, the better. My oh, all-time, yeah. Do you have an all-time favorite candy? Would it be these? <sighs> I don't know, man. It's, it's between these and any of like the Reese's stuff, I've always loved like all the Reese's products, the mini ones or the the not cups kind of or just not kind of chocolate. This is candy, not, like n- oh okay, 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 like yeah, the, burger, something yeah. like that. Yeah, bet- the between these, between all this like sweet tart little things, like you say, uh, I also have always liked uh, like different. I guess Starbursts are kind of similar. Uh, there's, there's good stuff out there. Like I, I will not knock a candy, you know, Starburst, uh, Shock Tarts. I remember if you remember those. Uh, sweet, yeah. I love sweet tarts. Again, anything sour, anything. Dude, anything sour, sour better. Sour Skittles. I love sour oh, Skittles, but my mouth feels like shit after I eat sour Skittles. My teeth, like, oh. The okay, that, that that that's perfect. That's funny you say that. My favorite candy, hands down. Um, sour Punch would be a second one. Have you ever you remember Sour Powers? Yes. Sour Powers are those strips. They're strips of very similar, very very similar to Sour Punch, but they're in strips, mm-hmm. no belts. Sour Powers, growing up in convenience stores, they used to sell them by by they used to have the box, and for you mm-hmm. get seven for a dollar, you used to put them in a brown bag where we're from. And I used to buy three dollars worth, have twenty or so. I and then they started putting them in in candy in candy stores. Like you go you go you go up north, San Antonio, Austin area, and used to go to the candy stores and used to have sour powers. And I would put them in a big plastic bag, dude. I used to eat I used to eat until my teeth hurt to the point where I, <laughs> I, could, I couldn't bite down anymore because I had so much sugar. When I would bite, my teeth were that sensitive to the point that it was physically painful on my teeth until. <laughs> To this day, if I ever see sour powers in a store, in a convenience store, I will buy some and I'll eat some. When I have a raspa or some sort of concoction, you know, Mexican concoction, I will ask for sour power belts 
on everything and anything. If I'm having a prepare, you know, a pickle, do you have sour power belts? I can you add some, please, on anything to this day. Sour powers are <laughs> now my favorite, and that's because they do. You ever see those? They really mix the skittles and the chamoy, and then they put the either tahini or the trechitas on there. You know what I'm talking about? Oh yeah, the, the, the valley special. Oh yeah, baby. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, 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 I haven't seen anybody do sour powers. So when I come home, right, then I've done it before. And usually for some reason, when I sweat a lot, usually when I'm done working out or playing basketball, it's normally when I'm done playing basketball for about three hours or so, I will stop, get some sour powers. I come home, right, lime juice, chamoy, and then I get the trechitas, put a big old thing, and I toss them just like they do or whatever. Dude, oh, my God, man. <laughs> sour powers, hands down, my favorite candy period you know there's something about that there's something about those sour powers like now that you're talking about them actually it was a couple years ago uh i was like you know what i feel like eating some of these candies but you don't find them too many places anymore at least not here when you do like you say like i pick some up every single time uh there's a couple stores here in town where like i'll i'll see them like more often than not uh so when i'm craving them like i go to those stores uh canales convenience store uh the other corner store over there by 755 sometimes i see them there and one year uh i just said you know what i want some like for me i want to have i want to have these bitches on hand <laughs> so i ordered from amazon i ordered like yeah. a tub i ordered a tub dude and i was like i cannot go overboard with this like too much <laughs> so i'm gonna limit myself and I'm going to reward myself for when I do like some kind of activity. Like if I go work out, like, hey, dude, you can have some sour powers. Or if I do something like really productive, like, hey, you can have some sour powers. So like I was probably like the most, that was probably like one of the most productive times where I'm like, dude, I need some of these. Like, <laughs> let me do something good <laughs> for they myself. Still, they still make them, dude. They still make them. They have them in sour power format. They have them in sour punch format. In sour punch I'm, yeah, I'm looking at them right now. And they have yeah. different flavors. And they have the straws and the strips, dude. The oh belts, amazing. Pink. Which ones are? Which ones do, do you like? I mean, I love the standard strawberry. Standard sour power strawberries, dude. My favorite. They, yeah. they used to actually give the the they used to give them the in the sour power straws in the little packs. So it was like a pack of uh, about ten straws and one of those in those little packets. They used to have those little packets at like Dave and Buster's. I remember going to San Antonio years ago, and we actually. Once you get the tickets, right, they put them on a card. You, They had candy as as a redemption ticket to redeem, you know, for your tickets. Straight up, me and my brothers, we, you know, cumulative, we had maybe about just a thousand tickets, maybe a little bit more. These higher powers were 50, 50. Uh, we had more than a thousand, by the way. I'm sorry. We had a 3,000 each, not cumulative, 1,000 each. So we spent all our tickets on as many of these sour power straws packets <laughs> we walked out i must have walked out with at least 30 30 of those sour power packets my mom was in shock we took them to our hotel room because we were in san, san antonio for maybe about five days or so and me and my brother's men went hard on every single one of those dude we were the we were my cousin so we were the popular kids because we had all the um <laughs> sour power straws <laughs> <laughs> that's funny yeah, but no, that 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 
ends my discussion on at least my for me i might be having the else to add ends my discussion on snacks gaming snacks anime snacks movie snacks and just favorite snacks in general candies and chocolates and stuff yeah do you have any podcast snacks any what podcasting snacks pot no i don't need anything while i podcast oh, okay. uh, yeah i, I just, usually just go with the water yeah no not even i usually uh just because i don't want to have I to guess. relieve yourself yeah well that too uh relieve myself or uh have my mouth full of just crumbs and you know all you're gonna be hearing is a licking and a smacking of my lips while I'm <laughs> <out. laughs> because when we, when we game we, like omar will be eating chips who's eating chips we always call them out, for you. <laughs> out. i can't imagine i can't imagine podcasting with like having like eating those sour powers and being like dude my mouth hurts bro like we gotta cut it <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I think uh, I think that's a wrap, right? Yeah, I think so too. Unless you have you have anything else to add for for this uh, sour power discussion or snack discussion? I mean, I think we should order some after this. Uh, Honestly, dude, I'm looking at them right now, and I just got paid. But I would, <laughs> I, would I would be tempted. It's twenty bucks, man. Twenty bucks is a one dollar in today's society. So it's like, damn, man. Um, I, I've never had a whole tub by myself, and honestly, I'd be pretty scared to have a whole tub by myself. <laughs> Well, because I'm because I'm a good friend, I'll help you out, bro. Just because I care about you, I'll help you out. I'll, no I'll, make, sure I, I'll make sure I take them over there whenever. We and and them. and in uh in like retro classic like retro fashion, I'll show up with like a little brown bag. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, that wraps up our discussion. Uh, right, kind of wraps up everything. Um, if you have not checked or if you have not followed us, we do have our Twitter at metaeronerds.com. Please give us a follow. If you have not heard our previous podcasts, I think our last one was on San Diego Comic-Con, right? Yes. Um, give that a listen to if you want to, you know, their announcements, our thoughts on what they announced. Um, maybe something that you might be into as far as collectibles also. Um, but yeah, give us a follow. Check out our previous podcasts. Um, other than that, Rico, any final thoughts? No, just uh, it was a fun one. And thanks for listening. Yeah. Thank you very much, guys. You all have a good night. Later.